Welcome to Jets Rewind. This is uh, Marty Shupak, and I, of course, Rob Walt is calling right away. But anyway, <laughs> he's um, psychic. He's a psychic. It, it's really incredible. <laughs> I'm joined by uh, Ralph Sharega. Are you there, Ralph? Uh, I'm here, I guess. Yeah. Barely hear you. I think the. Uh, oh, really? Oh, was it a I call? No, no. Now I hear you fine. It was just because of this call. And Ralph is in. Uh, Oh, where are you I'm, now? I'm in Belmont today, but I'm uh, I'll be in uh, Sarasota. I'm flying to Sarasota on Sunday during the game, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is okay. which is fine with me. <laughs> it, it, it might be Ray and me. Yeah, Ray, and how are you doing? Good. Uh, just waiting for another eventful Sunday with the Jets. Well, it's uneventful, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, I'm I'm just emailing this guy. Um, uh, I we have a full show today. We got a huge game. Oh, it's an extravaganza yeah. coming up. It's uh, everyone is excited in New York. It's of course it's going to be pouring rain again. Is it? Oh, God. yeah. What else is new Sunday? But <laughs> I think we have two classic trivia. Let's let me make a couple of announcements before we get Ralph's because Ralph's is uh, Ralph's a classic trivia. Mine's just. Regular trivia. CJ <laughs> Uzama is on the injured reserve list. Oh, we're we're done. We're they done. activated Kenny Uboa uh, for Sunday. Uh, Jason Brownlee is out. Mm. Wes Schweitzer is out. Uh, JFM is questionable. He's going to play though. And interestingly, for Houston, tight end Dalton Schultz is out. Uh, mm. We all know what happened. Frank Dell, which I'll get into. <laughs> Tank Dell. I'll get into wide receivers who's having a great year. He was on the injured reserve. Center Jared Patterson is on the injured reserve. And um, the at the end of no November, uh, Titus Howard, the very fine offensive tackle, went on the injured reserve. So it's the time of year where it's it's kind of attrition. But uh, this brings us to Ralph Sharega, who was always full of uh, trivia questions. And uh, later, I got to tell you guys about this book I'm reading about the old AFL. Yeah, but go ahead, uh, Ralph. I'll bet there's some wonderful stuff in there. Yeah, okay. The question is this: um, Since Joe Namath was drafted by the Jets, I don't know how many they've probably drafted twenty-five or thirty quarterbacks in the last fifty-five years. Five Can you, huh? In the last five years. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, uh, can you tell me of all the quarterbacks they have drafted since Namath? Which one in their career has the most touchdown passes? This isn't a repeat question? No, it's not a repeat question. Um, and the one thing I'll say is it, it doesn't necessarily – they don't have to necessarily be with the Jets, all the touchdown oh, passes. Oh, we drafted them. Okay. But he had to have been drafted by the Jets. Okay, so it, it's not Aaron Rodgers, obviously. <laughs> He's not part of the question. He no, he, he wasn't drafted by the Jets. Right. Well, I, it's, I don't know if it's a trick question. Does this include Brad Smith? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll right. give you. I'll give you a hint. The, the answer is not Christian Hackenberg. Okay, I'm going to ask my question now, which I'm going to look for an immediate answer. Okay. Okay. The um, this season has been compared to the historic 1996 season when the Jets went, I guess, one in fifteen. Mm. The Rich Code type. A lot of uh, Jets Rewind fans probably were born that year or right after it. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, up to this point, the Jets played have played 12 games. They're four and eight. Now, 
The Jets have scored 171 points. I'm going to ask you each a question. I want you to come in within 10. The first 12 games of that 1996 season, the Jets were 1-11. As you guys know, they beat Arizona. They're only yes, Arizona. Thank God yeah. for Arizona. So the question is, within 10 points, how many points did that Jets team score in 1996 in their first 12 games. Now, keep in mind, I'll repeat again. Think about it. I'm going to ask for an answer right away. I'm going to start with Ray. The Jets right now have a, scored 171 points, okay, in 12 games. In the 1996 Jets season, within 10 points, how many points did that team score? Ray? You did you give the Did you give the eleven game total, or was that some other season? What do you mean eleven? Bro, you said after eleven games they had no twelve games, four oh. and eight, and their twelve games, their first twelve games. Okay, I'm trying to compare apples to apples, though it's hard to do with these. I, I I still think that the Patriots have less points than the Jets, don't they? Well, I know, uh, but this is a Jet show. I know. I'm just curious I because uh, I, I wonder if they passed them last night. It's <laughs> big. All right, Ray. A hundred and say. Uh, Go ahead. Say 160. Oh, you think it's less? Yes. Okay, Ralph. I'll say 210. Ooh, Ralph, the man. The answer <laughs> is 211 points. Wow. So, Ralph, that's good. So, I guess uh, I, if I oh, use my quick math. I get another T-shirt for that, yeah. You're, you're good in math, and uh, I, I think that's like, uh, what, 30%, 40% more points. But anyway. Let's get right into it. Yeah, we, we, we get the point, though. <laughs> I'm going to have an announcement right before Marty's key points that you guys are all going to like. But we're going to work on Ralph's trivia question. I think I have the answer. But the this question is, did, um, did Trevor Simeon, did he get a fair shot? Uh, not, I guess it's because he only played part of, a, I guess, a quarter, a quarter and a half or whatever it was. Or what did he play, a half? No, not not quite. Quarter and a half. He should have played a half. And uh, should Jack should Zach play after the rumors of him? It it wasn't not wanting. He used the term reluctant. That's right. Yeah. So Ralph, I'll start with you. Uh, no, I don't think Simeon got a fair shot. Not that I expect he's going to you know turn this franchise around, but I, I I'd like to see him for a full game where he gets uh, the reps, first team reps. Um, you know, there's plenty of games left. I'm sure Wilson will, will get back on the field. You know, the whole Wilson thing. I mean, it's just, you know, this, this jet train wreck, it just, it just keeps going on. You know, it just, Matt Lewis said the other day, what's the only difference between following the jets and having a colonoscopy? And, and the answer is in the case of a colonoscopy, you're not quite sure what the results are going to be. Uh, <laughs> It's it it just it's just one thing after another with this team and uh, you know and re we'll get into the Aaron Rodgers reaction but from Wilson's standpoint I, I don't understand how he could even broach that subject with anyone because while he's he's made all his money that he's going to need to make if he takes care of it uh, teams teams will take a chance on him because of his talent but if they think he's got an attitude problem you know he, he's right. like that I mean that that's really uh, risking. Um, I, I don't know if he's, you know, damage control. He went to Sal and said, I want to play. I think we all agree that 
believe it or not, he probably gives us the least worst chance of losing. I put it that way <laughs> instead of best chance of winning. Yeah, but I would I would like to see Simeon play a game. Yeah, Ray, how about you? Oh, he definitely didn't get a fair shot. Uh, <clears throat> I I don't know how you expected him to play with, you know, minimal reps and uh, lousy weather, and then you're coming in uh, to a game that's already going in the wrong direction. I, I just don't see how he was going to succeed or how they've handled him ever since he's been here. And then to not give him, you know, at least, you know, with the season as far as playoffs is over, let's, you know, let's be real about it. So why not give him a week of practice and see what he does? Um, I, I, I don't know what's going on with these guys as far as deciding who plays, who doesn't, who's cut, who isn't, who's, you know, it, I, I think the only reason that they haven't already cleaned house is Rogers. And, uh, I think Sal would already be gone, and I I think Joe Douglas would have to be worried about whether he'd be gone or will be at the end of the season too. But uh, I think pending what Rogers does, it will determine how fast the house cleaning begins. Yeah, I I just I can't stand this Zach Wilson. I said it from day one. <laughs> I don't even want to see him play. I'm going to force myself to watch that game. It's amazing. He has like two weeks, or what do you have, three weeks or two weeks off? And all these Jet fans are saying it's going to be a different Zach Wilson. Just watch this, that, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. I would love to see Trevor Simeon in there. I'd love to see him, as you guys say, get uh, first team reps uh, all year. And by the way, talking about that, did we mention this? Why do they always give just a starting quarterback, the first team reps. I don't understand that. There are injuries in the NFL. you got to give the backup some first team reps too. It, it made no sense to me. It's ridiculous. So I, I'd i love to see Simeon in for a whole game. And um, who's the guy they picked up? Brett? Oh, Brett Rippon. Yeah, we were picking up all these uh, backups that we beat last year. Who's the guy from Miami? He'll be next. Marty, you remember Thompson? his name? Skyler Thompson. We got to get him next. <laughs> but, but meanwhile, and I asked you guys last week, we're not going to go over it. I went over it with a friend of mine. We came up with, think about this. The United States has what? 330, 340 million people. We, yeah, last count, yeah. In the NFL, there were between 18 and 20 competent quarterbacks that are in the league. That includes a couple of backups. And you saw last Monday Jake Browning, what he did. And my point is this. It, it, and it's I agree with what Ralph said a few weeks ago. Every year they say this is an incredible quarterback year. But what the heck's the difference? Think about it, really. What's the difference? I think there is talent out there that they just are not given a chance. I really believe that. I just can't believe in in this day and age, there are only 18 or 20 guys that can move a team downfield, that could have vision downfield, that has a chance to read <laughs> a defense, and that can transition from college. I don't care what college they played in. To the pros, it makes it doesn't make sense to me. So um, you know, I just wanted to give you my two cents on that. Um, I don't know if you guys thought. Well, what's your feeling about like quarterback competency in the league, Ralph? 
Well, there are a lot of injuries, and you make a good point statistically, Marty. Um, I don't know if it's so much the quarterbacks or maybe they're being rushed too much and getting ruined. Uh, and there's just not enough people or coaches who really know how to how to bring a young quarterback along. Green Bay obviously has figured it out. They And for some reason, nobody seems to be following their template, you know. Uh, and, um, I mean, there are only a couple of Andy Reeds around. Ralph, think, let me just interrupt. Yeah. You say Green Bay. Who's the GM there, Gunther? Uh, Gunthorst or whatever. Well, yeah. Brian Gun so, yeah. so here's the question. Was he the GM when Brett Favre was there? No, exactly. he wasn't. That was a long Ron time. I was probably Ron Wolf. Yeah, Wolf. Uh, who okay. used to do with the Jets. Yeah, yeah. Was he there when Rogers started and Love was sitting? I I have no idea, but obviously they are learning from the the model that they when they take over that team. It it, uh, it it's so obvious. I mean, Jordan Love. I guarantee if Jordan Love was drafted by the Jets or another crappy organization and thrown in at the beginning, he he wouldn't be playing. He he'd be a bust now too. I I just don't think. I just think there's so much pressure on these teams when they draft a quarterback high to throw him right in there. And most of them just can't do it. Once in a while, they can. And even look at someone like Justin Herbert. He's not – I watched him the other day against the Patriots. He's not the same quarterback. I don't know what's going on, whether his coach is, is screwing him up too. Yeah, but, I want to ask Ray. Ray, your feeling is it is it that these coaches are under so much pressure to stick these rookie quarterbacks in there? And, like, you know, for, for every, like uh, – uh, C.J. Stroud, you get like a, a, a five of Bryce Youngs and 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 Justin Fields. What 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 do you think about the pressure these coaches are under? I've and GMs, yeah, GMs too. I, I I've always because you know it's it's a money game now. That's that's where money has screwed up you know most sports in the in the world because it becomes more about you know protecting your investment and uh, and. So I, I've I've always felt like the quarterback should sit at least a year. I mean, there are exceptions, and you know, some guys can step in like a Burrow or some of these other guys, but that's not the rule. But that's become the rule that they play. And I, I don't understand guys who played NFL quarterback like Dan Rolovsky and these guys on on the, on the uh, TV who say no, they need the experience. They aren't going to learn anything sitting on the bench. Get them on the field. Well. Yeah, if they're not getting crushed every play and 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 running for their lives, I mean that that's where they get ruined. They end up getting happy feet because they aren't being protected. Much like our last two or three quarterbacks who haven't had a line to block for them for years. Um, right. Let me that's just part let, of it. Yeah. Huh? Let me just interrupt for a second because we always agreed on the premise that when they had the two a days that there were less injuries that we have no proof because of the pounding, some of the soft tissue takes a buildup toughness. Do you think that also extends to the quarterbacks that just having one session in the summers and not getting enough repetitions there? Oh, yeah. I think if you asked any coach, he'd say that, you know, that they aren't going to, they aren't going to get to teach them as much with half the practices I mean, practice is everything to the coaches, especially in, in training camp, especially if you're changing coordinators or changing you know, your whole system and, and you're only getting, one, you know, 
everybody can debate about it, but it's it's clear that injuries are up. And a lot of it, I, you know, I'm convinced that a lot of it is they aren't basically going full speed until the season starts. And I'm like, well, you aren't ready to just flip a switch and all of a sudden have full contact if you're just, you know, playing two-hand touch and practice all preseason long. And, and nobody, no stars even play anymore in the, no. the preseason games. And you can understand because they can get injured, but uh, it's it's different. And yeah. the other thing I would say about these, you know, quarterbacks you who you see come in like a, like uh, uh, the kid in Oakland and and uh, who was the one who just tore it up for the Bengals? Browning was it? Browning. J- and, is it Jake uh, Browning? Uh, but, but Jake Browning, yeah. Jake, yeah, is it Jake or that? Everybody's in love yeah. with uh, crap. I'm forgetting names. The kid in San Francisco who was Mr. Irrelevant. Purdy, 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 Brock yeah. Purdy could be MVP. I mean, this year. A lot of that I think has to do as well with the system. Yeah. Right. They're drafted into a system that fits their strengths. If he was on the Jets, he wouldn't be tearing it up. He'd be better than Zach because he does things on the run and he and he processes stuff on the move much better. But he'd still be having troubles with this line blocking for him. And, and I think there are things he didn't start right out of the gate. Though, no, he didn't. Yeah, too. but it's I think a lot has to do with they just draft. They they get they have the high pick and they're they almost feel pressured into picking. You know, whoever first or second, uh, and uh, if he doesn't fit your system, whether no matter what the fans or everybody thinks, you go with the guy who you think is going to make your team better. And so that's where, like when, uh, like when uh, Pete Carroll put uh, Russell Wilson in right away, you know he fit his system. He had just signed who was a kid out of Green Bay, the backup for a big contract, and yeah. then after after the preseason, he's playing Wilson. Lynn, you got the guy who fit your system. Yeah. But and yeah, he, Mike Mike Matt Flynn, yeah. Yeah. Matt Flynn. And he was big enough to come out and say he wasn't worried about what they would say. He just said this guy gives us a better chance to win. And yeah. I'm gonna uh re-emphasize that a little later on in my five points because of my favorite defensive player, Jordan Whitehead. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, go on. Now, I'm just going to say, I would sound like old, old guys, but uh, back when I first we started following football, rookies didn't get thrown in there. I, you know, and even even Namath didn't start his first game, but Namath was the you know unusual because he got paid so much. But I, I know all these these players uh, from Roman Gabriel and John Brody and guys like that. They, they sat on the bench for a couple of years and they came in and they were good, you know. Uh, it, it, it is tough. I'll, I'll never forget Tom Brady's quote. Tom Brady is the best of all time by a, a mile, is my opinion. He said if he started his rookie year, his first game, he'd have ended up being a third-string quarterback on a bad team. He said there's just no way he was yeah. ready at that point. And, Ralph, well, we say it every week about uh, Pat Mahomes, which yeah. is the perfect example. Yeah, go well, ahead. Marino didn't start out of the gate either. You know, Marino, one of the greatest passers. In yeah, he, he was about halfway through the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I will say the old guys, one of the differences with the old guys and now is, too, they called the plays. That's right. Um, yeah. You know, right. you had to learn how to read defenses pretty damn well back then. Yeah. Nowadays, you're just, you know, got your armband on. Yeah, that's true. Right. Play. All right, look, I'm going to go through some names. Some we know, some we don't know. On the offensive coaching staff, just give me a quick yes and no if they're back next year. You know that certain coaches are going to be back. There's going to be some heads that are going to roll. They just are after the year. 
So we'll go back and forth a little bit. All right, Ray, I'll start with you. Nathaniel Hackett, is he back? Say me or Ralph? I didn't... You, Ray. Oh, um, yeah, as long as the Rodgers is <laughs> here. Sure, why not? Even if they lose out? Uh, I think as long as Rodgers is here, they aren't let, getting rid of him. How about you, Ralph? Yeah, unfortunately, it seems to be the case. Uh, <laughs> unless unless Rodgers realizes what a, what a nightmare this team is and decides not to. Okay, Ra Ralph, your favorite quarterbacks coach, Rob Calabrese, <laughs> is he coming back? The guy has never done anything, and he seems he seems like he's Teflon. I, you know, I see him on the sideline talking to those guys, the quarterbacks, while they're uh, looking at the, uh, the the iPads, and it's like, well, <laughs> what is he doing? I mean, he what has he done? He he can't be back. He can't right. be back. How about you, Ray? No, you know, I don't. I don't know who they're going to take, but as long as it's an upgrade, which is probably not saying a lot, but yeah, we, we got to have somebody. I, I, you know, Dayball made a difference as a quarterback's coach. You could see that everywhere he went. So if we can get somebody in that caliber, sure. Why not get them in here? You know, Ralph, Ray is so consistent. Whenever you ask him questions, he always says, well, tell me who we have available. If you talk about a quarterback, a draft, oh, he's missing any, 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 any of us three could do the job that uh, Calabrese is doing. Okay. Yeah. Right. But it's the same right. with the head coach. Every time no, I, I know. move making an upgrade, we we bring right. Adam Gase. Is that an upgrade? No, no. Stayed All right. Ray, I'll start with you the next yeah. one. Passing game coordinator, Todd Downing. <laughs> he back, Ray. Uh God, I have no idea. Uh, sure, why not? I mean, I think a lot of the passing games, everything's tied to the offensive line. So get to the offensive line coach. Let's talk about him. Because right. if our line's better, our passing game's better. But, you know, I'll tell you something, Ray, because the question was asked specifically to Salah about Nathaniel Hackett, and his answer was, why don't you go review the All-22? That's when they focus in. And according to Rich Semini, who did, he said a lot of receivers are open that the quarterback isn't seeing. So he was like insinuating that as bad as Hackett seems, he's calling plays that are putting receivers open. Mm. Well, we've seen that. You, I mean, you've even brought it out in podcasts that he that he isn't seeing. He missed an open guy, you know, on several occasions. You'll you'll bring it up, and it's true. We. They don't see the field well. I mean, there are a lot of things that could be better about this team besides right. the line. Okay. Well, Ralph, what about you, Todd Down? And then we have one more after that. Uh, <clears throat> no, I don't think they'll be back. Yeah, I, I don't think so, Weed. I think that they, these guys, you know, they're always scapegoats. And we spoke about it a few weeks ago. Look at Pittsburgh. They fired their offensive coordinator. The Bills fired their offensive coordinator. At the time, they I think they both have winning records. All right, the last one, Ralph, you start. Um, offensive line coach, run game coordinator, Keith Carter. No, I don't think he's back next year. I think he, a disaster. Run game coordinator. Worse, their running game is worse than their passing game. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ray, how about you? Yeah, I don't think he'll be back on what running game is what comes to mind. You know, you have to have a running game before you can coordinate it, and we don't have one. <laughs> He, he can't come back. I agree. He can't come back. Special announcements. 
We're going to have something new starting at our next preview show. Let me give you my email, Jets Rewind fan. My email is greenrewind at gmail.com. That's the color green, rewind at gmail.com. We're going to take questions from five people, okay? Five Jets Rewind fans. You could just email me the questions, and we're going to take the best five, and then we're going to pick out of the five, out of the hat. I'm going to do it right on the air, and the winner is going to get this T-shirt, a Jets Rewind T-shirt for free. And it's designed by our graphic design expert, Ray Clifford. And we do have a limited supply, and it's – we're trying this out. We want to do like uh, one T-shirt. And if you do win a T-shirt, you could still keep sending in questions. You just won't be involved in the picking out of a hat. So please, greenrewind at gmail.com. You could address it to us individually, Ralph, Ray, Marty, or all three of us. We're happy to answer any Jets questions, any draft questions, any strategic questions. Okay, let's move on. I'll go over that again at the very end. Um, I don't know. Ralph put a question. Uh, oh, Rogers called out those who spread the rumors. Is he losing patience with the organization? Ray, what do you think? No, I think he, uh, I think that's typical Rogers. It's like, you know, let's not, let's not drag it down any further. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I'm glad he did. Cause I don't, I can't stand rumors going around, especially if they're coming from guys on the team either. It's like Herm Edwards used to say, if you got something to say, say it, own it. Don't be throwing it behind the scenes and let, you know, just to get it out there. If you really believe that, get it out there and own it. And, you know, and I'm all for that. If you don't like something, say it, you know, if, or otherwise keep it to yourself. Right. Uh, Rap, what about you? What do you think? I, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of these guys. He's a high achiever, and he's 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 not going to quit on the Jets. But I I think in his head he's thinking, yeah, this this is kind of a dysfunctional team more so than I actually realized. And uh, I still think he'll be back next year. But you know, between now and the end of the year, who knows with this team? I mean, the the, the crap that happens to this team, you just can't make it up, you know. And uh, there's still plenty of time, but. Uh, I, I think he'll be back. Well, th th this year, it's ex every game, guys, it's so exhausting watching these games. It's such a freaking effort. I've never seen a season like this when we say it every year and it gets worse and worse going back mm -hmm. to Gase and everything. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. All right, Ralph, uh, help me with the next question. Are you in the tank mode yet? Meaning what? Um, are you hoping the Jets lose out so they get a really high pick? I I'll start. Uh, listen. I tell you guys, I want to win football games. Unless it comes down to the last game and there's an Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning there, I don't care. I just want to win gosh darn football games. Uh, I agree with Ralph that it doesn't make a heck of a difference if you draft a quarterback fourth or 25th or in the fifth round or in, in the last player in the draft uh, like Brock Purdy. I want to win football games. That's why I follow the Jets. That's why I follow the NFL. Ray, your feeling? I, I mean, I say the same thing all the time, too, and that I'm uh, yeah, I'm in tank mode as far as it goes. And I mean, we're not going to make the playoffs, so the better pick we have, the you know, great. But at the same time, on Sundays or whatever night, 
the you know the game is on when I'm sitting in front of the TV. I'm not cheering for him to lose by any means. Uh, I'll I'll deal with the ramifications of winning like we did and lost out on Trevor Lawrence later. But at the time, I'm like, you know, I just that mixed feeling of giddy and what the hell did we just do? Um, that you know I deal with after the games. But I'm never going to sit there in front of the TV and you know, cheer us, you know, cheer losing that, that just doesn't happen. I'm first and foremost, I, I want the Jets to win and, and then go from there. Right. You know, I find when, when my team wins Monday is so much better. It's just <laughs> the coffee tastes better. Mm. The scrambled eggs taste better. The toast tastes better. It's just so much better. Uh, Ralph, how about you? Well, uh, like in the Atlanta game last week, I was I was kind of I was rooting for the Jets, but when things bad happened, it really didn't bother me that much because I've I've lost hope. And when the game was over, I just said to myself, "Okay, it's another loss. I have no problem with that." Because you know, if they did squeak out a win against a bad Atlanta team, to me, it's kind of an empty feeling. I, I, I'm not kidding myself. You know, I watch my teams try, you know, screw up and not bottom out, and 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 they're in in limbo. You know, NFL hell. The Jets are, and the you know the Knicks are have been in NBA hell for years because they get these you know middling picks and they never get great players, and these other teams go bad and then they pass them. I, I I'm tired of that really. And you I think. You want to get that second pick back, right? I, I, I you know, <laughs> the higher, the higher the pick, it's not only maybe getting a great player, but it's, it's also, it's an asset to, you know, you, where they could trade, if they had like a top four pick, they could, they could get, still get like a 15th from the first round and get a second round pick. And uh, that would be really, really valuable. Yeah. And, you know, you talked about these quarterbacks. We'll go into it later when we do our Heisman picks, but uh, they're going to be saying that about this class too, no. Marty. It's, I know. <laughs> and if, if, uh, if what's his name, the kid from Texas, uh, what's his Quinn name? Yours. Quinn Yours. Yours. And, uh, and uh, what's, <laughs> who's the other guy who might, uh, who's McCarthy? To... Yeah. No, is it McCarthy? Someone... Yeah, he's, no, he's good. I He's like got it. no. There's a, oh. there's another guy who oh uh, Deion Sanders kid. Those oh, are two guys who might not come out this year. Right. If they both came out, they would they they'd break the record for quarterbacks in the first round. Uh, and it's going to be another one of these classes. You know, the last two classes that they were building up were were Darnold's and Wilson's class. Both were busts. You know, and, so you don't listen to any of that chatter. But there's right. you know if 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 brought around brought a around quickly uh, the right way there's a there's a lot of talented quarterbacks you know i'm sure they'll get screwed up a lot of them but uh yeah Yeah. i i happen to like we'll get into it mccarthy from michigan i like this guy i looked at some of the tape he's from tulane mike pratt uh you look pretty good you're looking at as a later round pick for him yeah for pratt like the fourth round all right Ralph, a little music. We're going to go over to... Okay, the Jets are playing the um, the turnaround Houston Texans. Uh, here are my five key points. Key point number one, uh, even though Quentin Jefferson is quietly having a pretty good season, less that stupid penalty two days ago, two games ago, he's been credited with six sacks. 
I would line up Queen and Williams over center. I think the best way to pressure C.J. Stroud is up the middle, forcing him to move outside the pocket. And also I would blitz, but not a full blitz, only blitz lightly. That's point number one. Point number two, we say it every week. And these coaches, they follow our advice, as Ralph says, like four weeks after when it's too late. More reps for Ashton Davis, less for Jordan Whitehead. I got to tell you a Jordan Whitehead story, too. Whitehead has allowed eight touchdowns into his coverage. No other safety has allowed more than five. Whitehead has allowed 20 receptions for 362 yards, the fourth most yards allowed among safeties. His average of 18.1 yards per reception ranks second worst among the 50 safeties who have defended at least 15 receptions. And last but not least, Whitehead is one of the most inefficient tacklers at his position. He has been credited with 15 missed tackles, which stands at the second most in the NFL among safeties and the most among Jets defenders. It's a no-brainer. Albrecht and Salah are out of their minds. And by the way, I want to give a special thanks to one of our uh, biggest fans, uh, James Miller, who sent me info on that. It's an article that was, uh, I guess it was written by um, Michael Nania. It was, it was yeah. a good article. So that's point number two. I'm so sick of this whitehead. We've been talking about him for weeks. And of course, Ray, what do yeah. I get? You know, I'm on Twitter. So what do I get on Wednesday? I get a tweet from Jordan Whitehead. Don't let me down. Vote for me for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> you got to be kidding. It's unbelievable. All right. Point number three out of Marty's five points. I want Zach to take 100% of the snaps over centers. No shotgun. I don't want him to bail out too quickly. Take the three-step drop. Xavier Gibson is looking more and more comfortable. You have Garrett Wilson. I don't want the, you know, he drops back like these seven steps and he keeps going backwards. It makes no sense to me. So that's point number three. I'm going to give you two new plays when he's over center. Point number four, have a naked backfield and have Zach do a quarterback sneak. It'll be open for 12, 15 yards. And you'll make the defense uh, honest after that. And a, a regular college quarterback option to Brees Hall. Point number four. Point number five, this is a tough one. C.J. Stroud might have been, probably could have been the best second pick of the draft in a long time. Ralph would know if there's been anyone better. Man. The kid has 20 TDs, five interception. He's thrown for over 3,500 yards. But we caught a break because Tank Dell, the th their third pick, is out. Dell, he, he's had seven touchdowns, and he averaged 15.1 yards per uh, receptions. But what the Jets have to do is you have to disguise the defense on every play. As I said before, pressure the middle. The Cardinals uh, lost 21-16, uh, but in that game, Stroud threw three interceptions. He got some pressure up the middle. You have to do it. If you're going to blitz, blitz up the middle a little bit more than you normally do. So those are my five points. And, Ray, you have a photographic earpiece. So tell me your opinion. Do you want to add or subtract anything? Uh, 
I don't really care about the shotgun thing as long as they don't do it at the dumbest moments. Sometimes they put it in shotgun when it would be helpful to have the defense worry about a handoff. But um, I, I, I'd say I agree with a lot of it. I, I think that uh, Stroud has taken some sacks. So he, even though he's mobile, you can get to him. And uh, yeah, pressure up the middle is always to me the best one for rattling a quarterback because you're right in his face. Um, Jordan Whitehead's been the the bane of our defense for a few years now, and and his tackling is horrendous because he thinks he's Ronnie Lott, and I say it all the time. He doesn't wrap him up, so he thinks he can knock him over, and he never does. Um, I think we got to actually, you know, I could see the team, you know, rising up and playing a good game against these guys, and uh, – and uh, even Zach, I could see him surprising people with a, a better game because I think he's in this I don't give a rat's behind attitude. At least that's how he sounded in his press conference. So I think I think this is a game that, you know, we really have a shot at. And so um, I, I, I agree with, you know, most of your points. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't, I don't know about the spread the thing and he's going to go for 12 to 15 yards. I'll believe that one. <laughs> When I see it, I mean, I do think he should run, but <laughs> as far as our, our line opening up a hole is questionable. But uh, okay. All yeah. right. Ralph, uh, your your take on it. Um, well, as far as the, the Jordan Whitehead thing, of course, uh, we've been talking about Ashton Davis, but, you know, this is one of the core problems with Sally. He just sticks with guys way too long. I mean, <laughs> I, I just don't think a lot of teams – would have stuck with him playing at that level. Um, yeah, yeah, Quentin Williams over center. Yeah, Quentin Williams, sure. Uh, I have no problem with that. Um, Let's say a little. Huh? Let's say Well, I mean, I'm always for, for varying, you know, varying the attack. Uh, variety works in any aspect in sports. You know, you want to vary your attack or or whatever, your pitching or whatever. Um what were some of the other things, Marty? I don't have the uh, well, it, just the, Queen and uh, Williams over center, yeah. Ashton Davis, uh, Zach, take this, snap. yeah. That one, Zach. like uh, I said, with Ray, you, you, you're 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 always uh, recommending Zach run more, <laughs> and uh, I, I think his best runs are when they're not scripted, actually. Um, right. yeah, I think once in a while, yeah, if you pick the right moment, which I don't think uh, Hackett would do, but uh, I don't, I don't trust him to do that. You know, it's funny because you, you always the few times that they've had scripted runs, you could feel it coming, <laughs> and it just oh, didn't yeah, work. yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't work. Ralph, don't we feel every play they're going to do? Yeah, like I know. I, I I I'd like them to attack the edges more. Uh, you know, everything is up the middle running, and they just they just stuff the middle, and then they put right. twelve guys in the box, and uh, and and even if there's <clears throat> yeah, even if there isn't success with certain things, keep keep doing it. If nothing else, you're going to open up the middle a little more if you keep going around the ends. Um, and you're going to open up uh, underneath stuff more if you throw a lot more long passes, even if they don't if they don't work out. You know, this it's just kind of simple, but for some reason, you know, if there's no success the first time, you know, they get they they give up on it. Right. Right. And I just want to say, because I didn't do a two-minute Tuesday, I still maintain something's not right with Brees Hall. Yeah. I know there aren't any holes, but he's going down to e. Something is not right with that guy. I don't know what it is. Ralph. 
Stropenigno, our contemporary, you know, he came out and uh, he made a big deal about, you know, he's, he's had a relationship with Salah, but he actually um, went public with a few things and I almost fell off my chair. Do you think he threw Salah under the bus? I think it was. I can't believe he did that after yeah. Salah gave him his trust. I, I mean, I, I, Salah's probably going to learn a lesson from this. And uh, I, I think it was embarrassing uh, and, uh, and an unprofessional. And I, I, I think uh, I, I'm sure he regrets it now, but I think it's too late. You know. How about you, Ray? Oh, yeah, he threw him under the bus. He never yeah. – that was clearly something they had, be, you know, developed what Sava thought was a relationship that he could say something to him, but it wasn't going to end up on the radio the next day. I mean, that was something Joe should have known better. He's, you know, I know he wants to be, you know, it's something that down the road you could talk about, but you don't want to, right at that moment, he should have, that was to be kept to himself. That, that just caused more trouble than it was worth. And that would probably, that's probably his last golfing outing with Sava for <laughs> a while. I think oh, so. real quick though, Ralph. Yeah. I, I gotta say, Ralph, you're, you're. It's not all true. We do try things again when they don't uh, work. Like the run up the middle on first down seems to be <laughs> a constant. You yeah. got me on that. We're gonna uh, do it until we get it right. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna do our uh, famous uh, over unders, and uh, we're gonna start now with uh, Ralph. The C.J. Stroud over under. Does he pass for? 275 yards. All right, I got a quick question for you. Do you know who, what quarterback has passed for the most yards against the Jets this year? I don't know how many it was. This year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Um, I'm the O'Connell in that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't the, the chief game. Uh, I'm guessing, I don't know, was it Dallas? That was that was my guess, but he he had two fifty five, and probably only because they were ahead by a lot. But actually, the Jets have not given up three hundred yard passing game all year, which is pretty remarkable. They, they played well against good quarterbacks. Yeah, it was Jalen Hurts two eighty, and he did, and he threw like what three picks that yeah. game or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, wow. so that's sort of uh, this question: C.J. Stroud is he going to be the first guy to break three hundred? I'm going to say no. I'm going to go under at two seventy. Um, okay, Ray. I said, well, what was uh, the limit at two eighty? Two seventy. Two seventy five. Two seventy five. Okay, I said over, but I don't know. I wasn't thinking he was going to tear it up. I just think they'll be throwing a lot. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say that, the, like I just said, the Jets do well against these quarterbacks. Uh, next one, Zach Wilson. I'm going to start over under 225 yards passing. I'm going to say under. I just I won't believe it till I see it. Unless like he throws like a quick slant to Garrett Wilson, he breaks <laughs> a screen to Brees Hall. Yeah. I'm going to say under. Ray, what's your feeling? Uh, I think Zach might have a decent game. Uh, I think he's not going to. I think he's in that. I don't give a crap mode and. Uh, that might help him a little. I, I'm going to say over. I'm not saying he's going to be over by a lot, but I think uh, we can move the ball on Houston. Houston's got a good defense. It's not smothering, but they've got a good defense. Well, so, yeah. Ralph? Uh, well, I, I, I came up with this number, and now I can't even decide. It's kind of tough. I I think uh, they're going to be playing from behind. I think I think it's, he's going to go over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Ralph, start with you. Brees Hall, 35 yards rushing. I, you know, that, that's unbelievable. <laughs> Isn't is that what it's come to? We're, we're going to Scott Durkin numbers. You know, that, 
I have to go under. I, 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 you know, because if it does break one, it'll get called back inevitably. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I go ahead, Ray. Uh, I, I'm trying to sound positive and saying over, not, not necessarily he might get 40, you know, or something like that. So, yeah, I'm going to go under until he, again, it's good. It's the eye test with him. All right, Ray, Ashton Davis, an interest half, a half is the over under for an interception or a, or him causing a fumble. Now he's been really good this year. He's like the Dwight Lowry yeah. in this year. Yeah, so but now that he's in the spotlight, I'm gonna say under. Yeah. <laughs> right, I, I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say he's gonna continue on. Ralph? I kind of like Ray's thinking on this, but I'm gonna say over because he's he's gonna get more snaps. I think he 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 likes to go after the ball. So uh I like him. I hope he's over. Yeah. Over, but... uh, Jets, the, I'm going to start Jets defense, two and a half sacks. I, I'm going to go over. I, and you know what? I just got to add my two cents. I want Salah to start playing the refs and say, every team is holding our number 11, Jermaine Johnson, on almost every single Garston play. Please watch it. Because when that guy is not hold, held, that guy is unbelievable. So I'm going to say over. And Salah has got to play the refs a little bit. Ray? Uh, yeah, I said over, and I, I agree with you. I, that's what I said last week when Arthur Smith was working the refs just about every play, and Salah stood there stone-faced no matter what the what the call or situation was. And I'm tired of that. I want to see him start, you know, you know, acting like the guy I thought we were getting. And so, yeah, I want him in the refs here all game long. Okay, Ralph. I'm going to go under, and I want I want McDonald to get a lot of playing time. You know, occasionally. He he looks close, like he's getting there, but he doesn't get he doesn't get enough uh, reps to uh, to right. really get into a rhythm. And it's yeah. getting embarrassing. The guy hasn't had a sack this year. I mean, I, I, you know, he statistically he's got to be one of the worst first round picks right now. And uh, but but we know he he has been sure. good with pressures. Yeah, you know, for the time he's. But you're right. He's got to put up or shut up sometimes mm. too. I think he's got to put on a little more weight. He does, but he he still should be getting uh, yeah, oh, a yeah. couple few sacks this year. And uh, it's he just you know I see him <clears throat> make a nice play, and then I start watching, and he's gone. Yeah, and he doesn't get back on the field for a long time. <clears throat> but believe it or not, they do that with Queen and Williams too sometimes. With, they, with him they, sometimes, but Williams, you know, he gets yeah, uh, make a great play. They pull him out. Say, yeah, a breather, you know. All right, uh, Jets point total. Okay, thirteen and a half over under. Uh, I'm going to say under. I mean, it's always the best bet with the Jets. Uh, I'm going to go next. I'm going to say under, too. Ray? It's a clean sweep. I think they can do 13 as my Okay, and remember, it's supposed to rain all day. It's going to be actually uh, seasonably warm, 55 to 60. All right, you know, we have, I guess it's uh, the high spin uh, is coming out Saturday, Ralph? Yeah, yeah, Saturday night. The Downtown Athletic Club in the... in New York City, and we're going to make our uh, prediction. Oh, you want us to do the order? Well, there were yeah the four finalists. Yeah, oh, what do you okay. think? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to say Jaden Daniels is going to get the high spin first. I'm going to say um, second in the vote is going to be Bo Nix. Third is going to be uh, Michael Penix the second, 
And fourth is going to be uh, Harrison. What's his first name? Again? Marvin. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. So those are my, that's my order. Go ahead, uh, Ray, you go. I really don't. <laughs> this I have so little interest in the Heisman or most things these days when it comes to college football. But uh, uh, I'm just going to say Penix because he beat Knicks twice. Um, and then I think it may be Daniels. So it, it, to me, it's a toss-up whether Daniels or Knicks gets the second one. Uh, I think Harrison will come in fourth because the the – you know, the MVP, it's kind of like in the NFL, it's a lot of times the quarterback because that's what everybody looks at. But uh, so I think receivers and running backs get swept to the side. Harrison's unbelievable. Um, that guy's going to be something else for whoever gets him in the NFL. But I don't think he'll I don't think he'll crack the top three. Well, I want to ask you a quick question before we get to the game prediction while we're on college. Um not knowing exactly how it's going to pan out, though, it looks like Chicago is going to pick first with the the Panthers pick, and and let's just say that the uh, the, the guy from um, Caleb Williams decides he will play there. He goes number one. Uh, the guy from North Carolina, whose name escapes me for a second, what's his Drake name? Drake May. Drake May. Drake May goes two. Let's say Jaden Daniels goes three. Let's say the Jets pick fourth. Do they take Marvin Harrison, Ralph? Would you take him? Uh, well, they could either go that way or the or the uh, tackle, Penn State tackle or Notre Dame tackle. Uh, I think they'd go with the tackle. Okay, Ray. Unless they go with a quarterback. Um, yeah, I don't know if they'll do that that early. Ray, what about you? Um, I'd love Harrison, but you know how I feel about the offensive line. I'm taking it. If we have a top tackle available, I think – they could do that, or I think they'd do that or maybe trade back and get some picks like we discussed. But uh, I, my last choice would be take a quarterback at this yeah. point. Okay. Mario, I want to give you my Heisman picks. I never. Oh, I'm them. sorry, Ralph. Go ahead. Uh, I'm close to you, Marty. I go Daniels, Knicks, Harrison, uh, Penix. And my reasoning is that Chris Penix and uh, Knicks are from the same region. You know, I think Nixon might take some votes from Penix. Uh, Cancel each other out, kind of. Yeah. Um, you know, I've watched a lot of film of these guys, and uh, I've really, you know, I think Jaden Daniels, he might be the second quarterback picked. I think his stock is going up, up, up. And not not that I don't like Drake May. Drake May's talented, and he, he could easily be the best of all of them. But uh, uh, I think those three are going to go one, two, three, in the top th four or five. Definitely. What about his frame, Ralph, Jaden Daniels? I mean, he, he you know, he, I think he'll fill out, and I don't think he's his legs. I'm watching him now at LSU, I remember when at Arizona State, I look when I first saw him, oh my god, he was so thin. But he's he, even between then and now, I, I, I see him filling out a little bit more, so I'm not really worried about it. He's a strong runner. Um. I think, yeah, I think the, uh, I think a lot of people are going to look at him and see him as the next, um, well, what's the kid on uh, Baltimore, um, and Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. And I, I think he's, I think he might be better than Lamar Jackson. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's 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 impressive. Mm. I, that I have to see. All right, game predictions. I'm going to go first. The Texans will beat our New York Jets 13 to 10. Ray. <laughs> I I also think the Texans will do it. 17-13. Okay, Ralph? I'll go 2010. 
Texans. Texans. Okay, it's a clean sweep. We're going to go back to a trivia question before we do. Just a reminder, all Jet Rewind fans, send in those questions to greenrewind at gmail.com. Just put in the subject, uh, Jets Rewind, and we'll know. And our next preview show, we'll uh, answer a couple of questions. By the way, I forgot one uh, over-under. Blake Cashman, eight and a half tackles. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely over. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Incredible. All right, Ralph, repeat the question. And the question is, over. since since Joe Namath, uh, we're not counting Joe Namath, as, if, so starting in 1966, the Jets, all, all the quarterbacks they have drafted, which one has the most career touchdown passes? And it doesn't necessarily have to be with the Jets, but he had to have been drafted by the Jets. Ray, you go first. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be someone who wasn't didn't end up with the Jets, but I'm going to go with Ken O'Brien. That's what I'm going to say, Ken O'Brien. Ken O'Brien was second uh, with yeah. 128. You want give me some music, Marty? You ready for this? <laughs> Are you guys all sitting? The answer is Jeff Blake. <laughs> oh my God! How many? Te- that's 100, 100, 134. Can you believe that? That's we, a great question. Yeah. Talk about Blake Cashman. We missed that guy, huh? Did we? I was trying to think of who who was on other teams, and I couldn't. Come up with you, you, you know I, when I mean, we first started using since. Ralph, talking about missing, one of the very early ones that I, I lost sleep over. Do you remember Terrence Mathis? Oh, yeah. And he yeah. goes to Atlanta. him, Ray? Atlanta, yeah. Falcons? Yeah. Like two two years in a row, the guy was like unstoppable. Well, it that's like incredible. when we sent, uh, what's his name, uh, Moss to the Redskins, and he did hardly anything with us, and he got on the Red. Santana Moss, yeah. I yeah. loved Santana Moss in college, uh, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's the jet curse. All right, listen, we're going to close this out. Remember, well, everyone. Oh, anything did you, else? Did, yeah, did you your trivia question? Did, uh, did oh, we, you got, we answered it. We Remember? answered that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was you, Ralph. Uh, it's such, a, it's yeah. such a long show you in my what, memory. Ray, Ralph comes within one point, and of course, Must he's going to repeat it and repeat what he did because he was within one I, point. Talk about an ego. Oh, my God. He's got a bigger ego than Jamal Adams. You know, oh, hey, how's Jamal Adams doing these days? Did we, uh... <laughs> Somebody calls up FAN and said, you know, when they cut him, any chance of the Jets signing him back? <laughs> Which is incredible. All right, listen, again, we are approaching Christmas. I want to urge all listeners, and uh, I always tell you this this time of year, there are people out there in worse shape than you. If you got your Christmas bonus, Please put like, you know, a few bucks aside, buy some canned foods and drop it off at the nearest food bank. And I know some of our listeners are on, uh, you know, they're involved in finance on Wall Street. I don't know if you guys know how that works. They get their bonus number now and they're not paid till February. But, you know, still, you guys could throw in a few bucks, too. So anyway, we're going to close this out. Enjoy the game. And for uh, Ray Clifford in the Buckeye State uh Ralph Sharega in the Bay State and Marty Shupak. I'm up here in New York. And uh, until next time. Bay State.